all adjustable foundations. With 19 mattresses to choose from, you're sure to find the one that fits you best. In stock or special order, Moss Holders has the options to help improve your sleep and make your mornings more enjoyable. That's Moss Holders Mattress Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Outer River Angus will be offering 120 pap-tested yearling Angus bulls for sale Friday, February 9th at Buffalo Livestock Marketing in Buffalo, Wyoming. Sale starts at 1 with lunch at 11 o'clock. Come take a look at 30 years of Angus genetics geared where corn don't grow. Visit PowderRiverAngus.com for more information. So I called my landlord and I said, hey, I got a leak in my sink. He said, go ahead, I'm not judging. Well, the same goes for you fixing up or tuning your own 4x4, side-by-side, or snow machine. Because you won't do it. And if you do do it, you'll do it wrong. Hendo Service Center has been fixing, tuning up, and selling these machines in Sheridan for decades. And no one else around here can come anywhere close to that. Call them. Get that machine back to being fit. Hendo Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Have you ever wondered what makes First Federal Bank and Trust unique? We're a mutual bank, which means our focus is on you. Unlike other banks, we don't pay shareholders. We pay our community. At First Federal Bank and Trust, your financial interests drive our decisions. Bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference, where the power of community fuels your financial success. First Federal Bank and Trust is Sheridan's only mutual bank. Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. February is National Teen Dating Violence Awareness and Prevention Month. The month gives the nation an opportunity to educate and bring awareness to an issue that impacts everyone, not just teens. It impacts our parents, the teachers, the friends, and ultimately communities. I am joined this morning by Sheridan County Advocacy and Resource Center Executive Director Yvonne Swanson. Good morning, Yvonne, and welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. I love having you on here. Now... We talked about teen dating violence during your last appearance. Uh, there were a couple other things that I wanted to touch on uh, and really just kind of get out there. I understand, you know, there's there's generational gaps uh, and some people may have, you know, a, a hard time understanding what that world is like for teens because it's not mm-hmm. their world. Not anymore, it isn't. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, you and I had a conversation after the show about how the world changed when you and I were kids. Mm-hmm. You and I have gone through this entire process. We went from the whole world is analog, the the founding of the digital empire, mm-hmm. the, the world wide web, right? information superhighway, we all used to call it, and how that has changed, and now our kids don't know anything but that world online social media uh you know your whole world is is lived through this device in your hand now you and i i think could remove ourselves from that without too much withdrawal yeah but i I think think kids teens would have a tough time doing that 
think they're finding it almost like an addiction. Yeah. It's an addiction. It's it's coming with us all. I mean, as as a species. Yeah. I'm curious to see what 50, 60 years will look oh, like. Oh, man. I mean, who hasn't had the phantom ring? Yeah. Or, the, yes. yeah. or did my phone just go off or, you know, things like that. So they're just getting used to having that. And the ability to look up anything and everything. Yes. At, right in now, a moment. In a moment. Drop yep. of a hat. Yep. I think that's great. Um, I, I do understand, whereas, you know, older generations are having harder times with that. It can be proven. Um, well, there's a lot of evidence. We'll say that. Well, there's a lot of evidence supporting. Younger generations are smarter. They they have all the information that we have in the world right there in the palm of their hand. They can cross-check, fact-check. And as long as they're not getting sidetracked with kitten videos, right? you know, you can learn just about anything. The cats will always get you. You know, I, I, I agree with you, too. To an extent, but then at the same time, I'm like, but the critical thinking part is missing. Right. The critical thinking problem solving besides I can look this up and I'll find the answer is missing. And the dawn of fake news. Yeah. Oh, man. And now we've got AI. It's on the internet. It's real. Right. Right. Yeah. We yeah. got, I got mm-hmm. a lot of people who honestly believe that. Yeah. Uh, or, or I saw it on one of these uh, big, you know, national news. And so they can't be lying to me. Right. You know, they, that's gospel when it's all just opinion, right? not gospel at all. Not at all. Now, when we talk about teen dating violence, the reason why I brought mm-hmm. all of that up, it's not just face-to-face abuse anymore. This right. can go on 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. I mean, it could be borderline stalking, cyber stalking, they call it. I wouldn't even call it borderline. It, it is stalking. Um, and, and the abuse comes like, if you don't answer me, where are you? What are you doing? How come that took so long? When I text you, I expect you to text me back. Um, otherwise, I think you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so without having, you know, the ability to have the conversations of like, I'm okay, you know, and, and I'm with my family and things like that. Teenagers will start feeling dread and be scared to leave their cell phones alone. And they'll want their phone next to them and close to them because their partner's going to message them. And, and I think they've even had like different studies about the adrenaline rush that people get when their phone goes off or when something happens on their phone or when they've had a lot of likes on their Instagram or thumbs up. I don't even do Instagram, so I don't really know how that stuff works, but like, the need and the desire to be accepted and to be liked. And so they always want to be on it at any given time to make sure that everybody's liking their stuff and um, still adoring them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was, I was in the dating world for a while Mm -hmm. and I've experienced, you know, that took you a long time to text me back. What are you doing? You know, where you're like, okay, calm down. Well, I'm still trying my T9 thing. Yeah. I can't get, the, <laughs> yeah. can't get the whole word out. <laughs> ah, that's how I know you and I are on the same age. T9. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the old Razor phones, man. Oh, yeah. They were the coolest, weren't they? But, uh, I mean, I've experienced that. Now, when you get victims that walk through the door, do you see a lot of this type of 
of abuse going on. And I use the word abuse. Right. I want people to keep in mind these are teenagers. Mm-hmm. They, they're they not sitting there consciously thinking, or at least I'll say probably the majority of them is are not consciously thinking, I'm abusing my partner. Right. I'm, I'm controlling my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's the insecurities of being a teenager, mm-hmm. but ultimately that's making you abusive. Right. And so in my line of work, we use the term abusive. It's an umbrella term. Yeah. Um, but when we are talking with young people, we have to break it down because they're like, it's not abusive. It's not hurting. He's not hitting me. But when we start talking about, do you feel like you have to have your phone with you all of the time or it's going to upset them? Do they, they think that you're cheating on them when you're not responding right away? Do they get mad when you hang out with your friends? Do they get mad? You know, things like that. And so we, we break it down to what we would call abuse to like emotional abuse, you know, mm-hmm. psychological abuse, you know, things like that. Yes, we see it all the time. It, it's an aspect of almost like the toxic relationship. If you can't trust and you can't believe that your partner is doing what is good in your relationship when they're out of your sight, then it's probably not a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, back when you and I were stuck on the landline, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had a lot of competition. I had brothers and sisters and yeah. there was a lot of competition for that phone. Oh my gosh. And those conversations that last 15, 20 minutes. Call waiting was magical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it was. laughs> but I mean, once those conversations mm-hmm. were over, it was over. Right. You know, we'll see you tomorrow. Yep. And then you returned mm-hmm. back to your family or homework or whatever you had to yeah. do. This can be an absolute torture yeah. uh, for, for kids, you know, checking their phone all the time. Because mm-hmm. if I don't, like you said, if I don't text back in five minutes, she's going to throw things at me the next time right. we see each other. Right. Accusations, mm-hmm. tables, whatever. So I got to check and I got to respond. That, that yeah. seems like such, uh, uh, well, I mean, it's controlling. Very controlling. And it's so icky. Yeah. It's like cringy, icky, that feeling that you're going to get in trouble for something when you know you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that in a lot of different levels of abuse. Don't uh, That control, um, abusers throughout history, that is how they make sure you're not talking to anybody you don't have the finances to get out. I mean, this could develop into something much worse. That isolation where the victim is dependent on that person. And so that's, and, and we can say it, it starts as a teenager. And that's when we go into the high schools and even into the junior high, which we should probably start getting into the younger age groups. Building those relationships when you feel safe and you feel comfortable with that person or without that person and building those true relationships. And as you're looking for a partner in life, being able to have that idea in your head and being able to achieve it as a grown up. And that's when we're looking at these young people. Some of these abusive um, techniques go until they're older. People think that Abuse ends when you age or when you're a senior, and it doesn't. Sometimes the tactics change because of health problems or strength and things like that. But as far as the mental and the emotional abuse, it is always there. And 
So it would be wise, I mean, not just to sit our children down and say, hey, is this happening to you? But don't do this to somebody. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm trying to raise two boys. I guess I did raise two boys. You, you raised I, two I boys. I think I raised two boys <laughs> now that they're both grown-ups. But that was a thing, and, and I'm a little sensitive because I've been doing this work for 18 years, and they were like kindergarten age when I started this work. But trying to show them what a healthy relationship looks like and how you communicate with each other and being responsible for your own actions. Yeah. And and when we're teaching our young people to have relationships, it we, oh man, it's such a big topic because like then I'm starting to think like feminists and things like that. Because I was that kid, I was even talking about it this morning at CrossFit because they're having a Galentine workout and then they're having the men's workout and the girls are going to do yoga and we're going to have mimosas afterwards and the guys get to do like taekwondo stuff and take each other down. I was like, this is why I wanted to be a dude. Yeah. Because like they get to do the fun stuff. Yeah. But it's like we have to teach our young people manners, ethics, morals, how to be nice, how to be helpful. And I think that Oh man, the last 20 years, we're starting to lose a lot of that. And you I think, think so? if, I do, things are just getting rough out there. Um, and, and what like respect looks like just for people, mm-hmm. respect to people, even people you don't know, mm-hmm. like kids yelling at older people cause they're slow or, you know, just things like that in a, in a store or something like that. And I think that it's just gotten a little more rough. And so I think getting back to just the basics of being nice could could help out a lot. And I don't understand if if people get that that could take place in a five to twenty minute conversation with your kid. Oh sure. I mean yep. it can be pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Sit them down and say, "Look, this is this is what we believe as a family. This mm-hmm. is how how we believe you should treat seniors as a family." Right. You know. You, you got to have patience here and, and respect there. And I, I think a lot of people <clears throat> could gain a lot of ground with that simple conversation. But that and kids look up to their parents and they look up to the mentors and they look up to their older siblings. And if you can show them how to behave, if you can show them how to act, if you can show them how to be respectful, they take that. If dad's being nice to mom, they're going to see that and mm-hmm. that's how they're going to act. And they're going to be like, my dad treated my mom this way. My mom de- deserves to be treated this way. My girlfriend deserves to be treated this way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, individuals with those on, on and off again relationships. Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, you know, we've, we've gotten to the point now, you and I can look at each other and say, we raised our kids high five. They're mm-hmm. 19, 20 years old. They're off and on their own now. And we got to put in the faith that we taught them how to operate within this world. And you just got to kind of let them go. We're, you know, we'll right. be here for advising, mm-hmm. but they're up and on. And, and I've seen some of these friends who have had struggles in their own relationships, and now they're wondering why their children are. Yeah. You know, where it's like, well, buddy, she watched you. Mm-hmm. And, and you taught her how women are treated. And, and whether you acknowledge that or not, that happens. They watch. They pay attention. You know, they, they start being sponges at the time that they're born, and they never stop. Never stop. On that note, i got to take a mm-hmm. quick commercial break. We're going to have more with the Sheridan County Advocacy and Resource Center 
stay with us. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. new adventures. Make this year the start of your homeownership adventure with First Federal Bank and Trust. Our local team will guide you through the home loan process from start to finish. Explore our online tools 24-7 from customizable financial calculators to daily mortgage rates. Call us or stop by our home loan center to get pre-qualified or apply online today at efirstfederal.bank. At First Federal Bank and Trust, we're making home happen in Sheridan. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Winter and all of its uncertainty is here, and that means it's time to prepare for what's ahead. Have your shovels, snowblowers, and windshield scrapers ready as you never know when the next Wyoming storm will hit. This is Colton Bates with the best real estate team, and like our weather, the real estate market is always changing, so why not be prepared for its seasons as well? Now is the time to build your team of pros, your checklist of wants and needs, and more, so you can be ready for anything that comes your way. As a potential buyer or seller, let us at best help you prepare for both the storms and the sunshine. For help in every season, call me Colton at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net today. Probably brokered by EXP. Wake up and smell the coffee lovers. McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette are bringing back the McCafe menu magic. Delightful espresso drinks and coffees. Whether you crave the warmth of a hot cappuccino or caramel cappuccino, mochas, lattes, iced coffees, and more, you can order your McCafe coffee right from the McDonald's app using mobile order and pay for a quick pickup. Your mornings just got a whole lot better with McDonald's McCafe because, hey, good day start with a great cup of coffee it's back sun fog ice snow blowing and drifting weather and road conditions are constantly changing when you want to know the latest weather patterns and possible hazards turn to the experts here at sheridan media our staff works hard to keep you informed of travel conditions throughout the region if you need to know tune to us sheridan media road and travel reports are brought to you in part by sunlight federal credit union napa auto parts cnb supply and novus auto glass Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm speaking with Sheridan County Advocacy and Resource Center Executive Director Yvonne Swanson. All right, the Advocacy and Resource Center's 7th Annual Fundraising Event, Love Shouldn't Hurt 2024, featuring the fun pianos, the dueling pianos, and food by Binos, will be held at the Khalif Shrine. Beginning at Khalif? six. Caliph. 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 That's fancy. It's right. It's Caliph. I mean, I. I always want to say. Now Caliph, I want to say Caliph. I know, right? I'm oh, sorry. But it, but it's <laughs> properly said, Caliph Shrine Center, beginning at six p.m. on February sixteenth. Yvonne, is this a, a primary fundraiser for the center? Um, it's our primary event fundraiser. Um, we we typically do one event awareness type fundraiser a year and for the last seven years it's been love shouldn't hurt um and it it does bring in some revenue and it brings in a lot of awareness yeah so um we love to do it it's fun we love how we changed it instead of being like against domestic violence or against stalking that is just celebrating healthy relationships because honestly there are a whole lot more healthy relationships than there are abusive relationships and so we want to take the time to just recognize that um we do see that Rhonda loves to use terms doom and gloom we see the worst of the worst in everybody's worst day 
Um, so we're in like a small microscope of all the bad things that can happen in our community. Mm-hmm. So we just take this event to show like there are good, healthy, happy relationships out there and we just want to celebrate them. And by celebrating them, we can help the ones that aren't so good. And I love that message. I mean, that's fantastic. It's a great way to look at it because you guys do deal with some pretty rough issues on a daily basis. Uh, you know, when it comes to individuals who, you know, I admire, police, firefighters, mm-hmm. advocates, people who were rescuing those, you know, um, child trafficking work, you see yeah. some of the ugliest parts of humanity and you get up every day and make the decision, I'm going to continue to do this. And it takes a very special type of person. And so I think, you know, one evening of just sitting back and saying, let's celebrate the good love. Yeah. You know, the positive things about Mm -hmm. relationships. Another thing that you said that I do want to speak on is there are more good relationships than there are bad. But we hear about the bad ones more, don't we? Right. Well, it's it's that squeaky wheel. It's, It's, you know, and... Whether it's drama or people like to talk about gossip or, you know, things like that, those are the ones that are the loudest. You don't always hear about, I'm having a great day today, everything is wonderful and beautiful. You hear about, this happened and this is horrible. And those are the stories that people run with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're looking at Facebook and you don't see anybody saying sad things, you know everybody else is having a good day. They just don't have time to write about it. Right, right, yeah, exactly, because I'm <laughs> having know, a great day. But I'm having a great day. There's there's nothing, like, I didn't stub my toe this morning, like, my coffee maker worked, you know. <laughs> no, you hear the, I spilled my coffee, I burned my forehead with my curling iron, like, those are the things you hear about. You really so, do. Yeah, so, you know, let's celebrate the ones that we don't hear about. You know, and that's something that I've always noticed about and, and tried to make an impact on, at least at, in, in my little world. Uh, within the media. That's why I love celebrating organizations that are out there doing fantastic things for good people mm-hmm. because we get enough bad news. What about the good stuff? Right. Show, you know, Mr. Rogers used to say, find the helpers. Right. And that is something that I absolutely love. So I mm-hmm. love to use this show as a way to find the helpers. Yep. And uh, you guys having this celebration is, is, is fantastic because it's the helpers getting to celebrate yes. the good things in their lives. How are these funds used that are raised during this event? Well, these funds are unique because when we get state and federal dollars, um, they're restricted. And when I say restricted, it means... I can only spend it on certain amount of things. Um, I have to report on that. I have to keep track of that and things like that. When I get unrestricted funds like this, I can help the victim exactly where they're at, what their needs are. Um, Do we have a tire slasher? I can help with a tire. I can't use state and federal funding to help somebody get a new tire or broken windshield or the broken front door or security cameras, or a new phone because they love, their abuser loves to break the cell phones. Mm -hmm. Um, And like we said earlier, the cell phone now is not only just a way to communicate, but it's like if you try to get a job, or if you have to call the doctor's office, or how do you stay in contact with your kid's school? Like It's a computer. It's a little computer in your hands, and, and we are dependent more and more on it. So if I can, you know, just buy a cheap track phone for somebody to feel safer, that's what we can do then. 
And she can get on. She or mm-hmm. he can get yeah. on with their life at that point. Yeah, uh, they can do job applications. They can find apartments. They can find child care. They can map out if they want to relocate. They, you know, then, then they have the ability to do those things. So really, this is almost like a good emergency type of fund. It, yes, yes, exactly. Um, you know, and, and I, I think my favorite example is the tire. Can't mm-hmm. use my grant funding for tires. But I've seen that situation mm-hmm. in my own life, not not on me, but on a friend Sure. where, you know, I think she slashed my tires, man, right. and I can't get to work. So we had to run by and pick oh. them up. It's like, holy cow. Well, and it's tricky because that, not only like I just think she slashed my tires, but it's like I think she slashed the tires. I can't go and tell law enforcement because I only think she did it. Yeah, I can't prove that she did it. There's no restitution. There's no funding out there that'll pay for that. We assist with victims' compensation through the attorney general's office, but you have to have a crime committed, so you have to report it to law enforcement, and they have to say there's a crime committed, but they don't do property. Yeah, and that's not getting you to work today. It is not. All right, so the Dueling Pianos, fantastic show. Those guys are are funny. I've, I've covered events where they're at, and they're great about getting people up, getting them dancing, and having a good time. You know, I heard about them and, you know, I never experienced it. Last year was amazing. It was so much fun. I did have a couple introvert friends who were like, Mm-mm, nope, not, <laughs> not, not coming back. It, yeah. And I was like, you just got to sit in the back of the room. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the back of the room and they won't call you up. <laughs> but I tell you, it was fun. And we had such a good time and everybody was into it. And we we're talking about doing a third hour this year. Oh, fantastic. We did it for two hours last year. Um and people were just getting into it. So we're like, we're going to do a third hour this year. So it's just an eventful night. We do have amazing supporters in the community that are donating raffle baskets. So we're going to take time at the beginning of the show to do raffle baskets 50-50 um, in the middle of the show. And then at the end of the show, we'll call the raffle winners. Um, but we couldn't do it without our amazing sponsors. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do you see how I did that? Um for seven years, Heartland Kubota has been um, a table sponsor. First Federal Bank and Trust, First Northern Bank, Harbor Chiropractic, and Morton Buildings. And then we have so many other other sponsors that are just amazing. Well, I want to thank every organization who's taken the time, money, and effort to help you to achieve this, which is going to help you achieve greater things to individuals yes. who are just trying to improve their lives. All right. Uh, one more time, just so you know, folks, you can get tickets. How? You can get tickets so many different ways. You can come to the office at 136 Coffeine Avenue. You can go to our Facebook event page, Love Shouldn't Hurt, on the Advocacy and Resource Center Facebook page. There is a ticket link there. You can find our posters all over town, and there's a QR code. Um, you could give us a call at the office. I'll even run you tickets. I'll bring them to you. <laughs> right to the front they're door. Seven, they're only $75, and we're getting food by Beano's, and it's going to be a fun night. That's fantastic. Yvonne, I want to thank you so much for coming in and speaking thank with you. me. Thank uh, you. I know we talk about some some pretty, uh, you know, doom and gloom, as Rhonda yeah, would say. Yeah, I know. But it needs to be talked it about. Does. And even amidst our, our conversation, I always have such a great time with you. Thank me you. Me too. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with D.A. Davidson, Wealth Management. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM Sheridan.
Have you ever wondered what makes First Federal Bank and Trust unique? We're a mutual bank, which means our focus is on you. Unlike other banks, we don't pay shareholders. We pay our community. At First Federal Bank and Trust, your financial interests drive our decisions. Bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference, where the power of community fuels your financial success. First Federal Bank and Trust is Sheridan's only mutual bank. Member FDIC. This is the captain with Captain Clean. Have your dryer vents been cleaned recently? As a leading cause of home fires, Captain Clean recommends dryer vent cleaning every six months. Our specialized equipment allows us to reach every inch of your dryer vent to ensure peace of mind. Call Captain Clean today at 672-0726 and sign up for our fire protection plan where we pre-schedule the dryer vent cleanings for you so you never forget. Call Captain Clean, affordable choices for healthy living. Man, I just heard your car crying in the parking lot. It really needs an oil change. I know you've been putting it off because of the cost, but here's a deal you can't pass up. Through January at Midas, buy an oil change, get a second one free to use by March. It's perfect to share with a family member. And Midas also gives your car a thorough inspection to identify any current problems and help plan for any upcoming repairs. Helping your car care dollars go farther will keep you safely on the road. See Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. God bless the USA, where our right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Sky Blue Shows presents the Billings Gun Show at the Metro Pavilion, February 9th through the 11th. The show runs Friday from 2 to 7, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 9 to 2. Guns, ammo, knives, optics, tactical gear, apparel, and more. You can buy, sell, or trade your way through a bunch of vendors in this can't-miss show. Bring the family to the Billings Gun Show at Metro Pavilion, February 9th through 11. Outer River Angus will be offering 120 pap-tested yearling Angus bulls for sale Friday, February 9th at Buffalo Livestock Marketing in Buffalo, Wyoming. Sale starts at 1 with lunch at 11 o'clock. Come take a look at 30 years of Angus genetics geared where corn don't grow. Visit PowderRiverAngus.com for more information. Travel around the world with phenomenal guitar players and never leave Sheridan as the Wyo Theater presents International Guitar Night tonight at 7 p.m. This year's tour features Lucas Tricagnoli from Italy, Tuli from Vietnam, Marco Pereira of Brazil, and Australian Mini Marks. International Guitar Night is tonight. Get your tickets at the Wyo Box Office or online at wyotheater.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For our second part this morning, I am joined by D.A. Davidson Wealth Management Senior Vice President Frank Boley, Vice President Susie Garber-Johnson, and joining us by phone is the Director of Wealth Management Research, Mr. James Reagan. Good morning and welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Floyd. Good morning. Thanks, Floyd. All right. It's good to hear your voice, James. Can you hear us all right? Yeah, loud and clear. Fantastic. All right. I'm going to start off with just what is D.A. Davidson and what does the team do? I'll start with you, sir. Great. Thank you, Floyd. Yeah, D.A. Davidson and Company, we're a regional brokerage firm based out of Great Falls, Montana, providing financial planning to close to 1,200 households in the Sheridan area. Now, Susie, for for those of us who aren't into the financial world, the stock market is just some numbers on a screen. What really is the stock market? The way I would answer that is it's an opportunity to invest and grow your assets. And I think a big part of our job is to take the mystery out of it and help clients understand the information that's available and move forward um, ultimately to preserve wealth and grow wealth. And so really it's all about chunks of companies, right? Uh, Chunks of companies or maybe even entire industries in a way and investing your money and believing in those industries. And and what do you guys primarily do? And Frank, I'm coming to, uh, to you with this. Yeah. Look at the information given to you and you can make educated guesses on where it's going to go, correct? Correct. So that's that's kind of what you do in a nutshell. Yeah. Owning stocks, you do have partial ownership in large companies, Apple, Microsoft, et cetera. They don't maybe recognize you at a shareholders meeting, but you do own part of those companies and participate in their profits and their growth over time. And as the company makes money, those stocks become worth more money. Correct. And therein is the wealth growth. Correct. Now, how does the team make these predictions, Frank? And this is a great time to introduce James Reagan through his role as director of wealth management. He helps guide us in the local branch here. And just to provide a little bit of color, uh, we opened up our branch in 1998. So we're coming up on our 26th anniversary here in April. And we are two practices in the branch. Susie runs her practice and has grown tremendously over the last 20 years. We collaborate immensely. And then myself and my group run our practice as well. And we lean heavily on James to provide market outlook uh, from a macro perspective. It could include things like inflation or interest rates or uh, recessions, the business cycle, et cetera. So, and we design with James's um, input and expertise to put those portfolios together to build wealth over time. And so James can add more color in terms of how he goes about making educated guesses on the direction of the markets and various other factors. So, James, I'll come to you, sir. Wealth management research. Uh, how how do you make these predictions, these educated predictions, on markets? Yeah. Uh, so, I have a team of there's six of us in our in the wealth management research group. Uh, we're based in Seattle and in in Boise, but we service uh, financial advisors you know, throughout the D.A. Davidson footprint. And, you know, we, we keep it fairly simple, Floyd. I mean, we, we look at, uh, you know, the economy in terms of, you know, how, how the fast the economy is growing, uh, what the level of interest rates uh, are, uh, you know, what the, how, where inflation fits into the mix. And then all, all that translates back into, you know, companies being able to sell their products and make a profit, 
Uh, and so, you know, I think the best companies over time are the ones that are able to, you know, grow and be profitable, generate cash flow, and they use that cash flow then to reinvest in their businesses. And, uh, you know, they'll also pay dividends and, and sometimes, uh, you know, buy back stock, which is another form of returning to their capital to shareholders. And so we pay quite a, te- quite a bit of attention to that. And we help investors to stay diversified. You don't want to get, uh, you know, overly dependent on any one company or any one uh, sector and, uh, you know, have a portfolio that participates across the broader economy. You know, living here in Sheridan, uh, individuals, we didn't do as bad as other communities during the COVID height. And, and after speaking with all, you know, county and, and city leadership, diversification was the word of the day. Uh, the, the area did not depend on one industry. Uh, we were able to get by depending on multiple industries. So we scaled that down to a household, uh, to a portfolio. And that's really what we're looking at. I don't want just toilet paper. I want this paper product and maybe even a little bit of plastics or something like that. Correct, Frank? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So that we often talk about yin and yang. It, it, you don't want everything to be moving in the same direction uh, from a particular catalyst. You know, if oil prices rise, you don't want all of your stocks to react one direction or the other from such an impetus. So diversification is key. Uh, as James mentioned, cash flow translating into business reinvestment and and or dividends. Um, every investor is different. You know that customization, that uh, that conversation that we have with the individual uh, is is very important. And really uh, drilling down into somebody's true risk tolerance, and so hoping that they can find the right mix of diversification that will. Uh, calm their nerves during difficult times like we had in 2022 or even you know calm their exuberance during high flying times on the other side you know um, there's many many uh, times in market history where uh, fear and greed uh, are the biggest drivers so diversification can help abate both of those the pink cloud can be just as dangerous as rock bottom can't it yes and absolutely can yep yep Now, uh, James, if I were to ask you what the market's been doing over the last four years, could you put that in a nutshell? Well, I'll try. Uh, I mean, that's a a very active four-year period, obviously, because of the pandemic. Uh, So, you know, we had, uh, you know, and and I'm so glad to hear that, uh, you know, your area, you know, maybe didn't didn't suffer as much as the pandemic because we had a government-led shutdown of many businesses, which led to a lot of stimulus spending. So that created, uh, you know, volatility in the economy, volatility in markets. I think through it all, um, you know, the, the uh, equity, equity markets have, have moved higher, and, uh, and it's, it's been very difficult to, um, to kind of assess the trajectory given the amount of government stimulus that we've seen, you know, going throughout the economy. So I think through it all, the, uh, through it all though, the best companies have, like we said earlier, have continued to invest and have gotten stronger. And I think that's led to, um, you know, some pretty substantial gains in some of the kind of technology-centric parts of the economy, and that seems sustainable for a while. So, so we're in a position now where the economy and the consumer are in pretty good shape. Uh, interest rates are a bit higher. Uh, 
government debt uh, is probably at unsustainable levels, as it will have to be dealt with. So I think overall it's a positive environment, though, with some caution warranted. Now, if we we take that information and we look to see what exactly is going to happen in the near future, uh, do you have any predictions on on that? I mean, is this going to stay somewhat stable? Are we going to see a bit of fluctuation as the election process goes through? What do you see coming in the, in the next year, year and a half? Yeah, I, I mean, I I think that uh, you know what what's been happening over the last year or two, eighteen months perhaps. Uh, you know, many uh, investment professionals have been waiting for a recession, which just which hasn't happened. Uh, you know, I'll predict that. Uh, there will be another recession someday. I'm not going to say it's going to happen in the next 12 months, though, because the data is uh, pretty strong right now. Consumer spending has been strong, and there's various reasons for that. But one is that the, the employment market has been very strong, so people can can get jobs. Uh, and and so we don't see uh, a recession looming right now, which which should be good for uh, for markets in general, uh, the election year adds some volatility, but actually, uh, in the fourth year of a presidential term, an election year we're in now, historically been a decent time for, you know, overall equity market returns and kind of makes sense because the, uh, the incumbent party will do what they can to, you know, get, uh, the economy rolling and any kind of stimulus that they can, they can see in there. So, uh, so you know, think, things look uh, pretty good uh, for 2024. Uh, there's always volatility. Uh, the market tends to pull back any given year, uh, more than 10 percent, and that could be driven by uh, you know geopolitical concerns. We could get some election volatility. So we want to be careful and be ready for that. And again, getting back to what we said earlier, you you know we advocate that investors stay diversified across the sectors and across the asset classes to be able to stomach uh, any volatility that we see. Susie, we hear that a lot, diversification. I mean, I, I don't think there's a financial advisor out there who wouldn't say diversify. Um, if we take a step back and we look at what's worrying our local investors today, what do you hear the most? I think the biggest thing I'm hearing is that there's a lot of noise, um, whether it's world events, political events. And I think uh, can you get just a little closer one to that, of our main jobs is to make sure that we provide great information, which obviously James and his team is a big part of, and help people sift through all the information that's going on and reduce the noise and help them see what we see every day, which is basic financial and economic um, impacts and how that all relates to their portfolios. So, And I, I think that is a huge part of it. You know, I, when I think money, and I'm, I'm less than a layman, um, it, it seems too much. It's too overwhelming. I'll just work till I die. We'll just stay on this path, and I'll leave nothing behind. You know, that's, that's kind of the outlook of the younger generation, if you want the truth. I mean, that's the way that kids are really looking at things these days. So they don't think about wealth management. They just think, I'm going to work and, until it's all over. I'm going to saving anything for the goose egg it's yolo right and that what they say live right now when i think of that though it's because of the noise that you were talking about there's just too much i don't even know where to begin 
Frank, if I were to sit back and say, where where does someone like me even start? What would you suggest? Uh, just simply with a plan. Uh, it can be, for, for most of us, we may have a retirement plan at work, uh, just making sure we understand those parameters and what we can contribute, how they impact me from a tax standpoint, how they will uh, enhance my retirement planning options down the road. Uh, outside of those, uh, just typical accounts that we help folks with include Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, SEP, simples, uh, traditional just brokerage accounts. Uh, all of those can be wealth building tools. Uh, it's simply, it's just kind of a cash flow game, right? We're going to contribute to things today that we will in time begin to make withdrawals out of later in life and just how to figure out the sweet spot of how much I need to save today that will then generate a certain amount of income for me to depend on when I no longer can work. Uh, and to your point, Floyd, yeah, most people kind of postpone that plan and they start a little too late and they feel pressed. Um, you know, there's lots of those simple little analogies, but uh, the root of it all boils back to the earlier you start, the more compounding growth you will see and the more, uh, uh, automated your investments will become later in life they will take on a life of their own as they grow and compound but if you wait and delay that start you have to work through a lot of uh, years where you simply don't feel like you have enough resources to make it you know so if we could all go back and talk to the 25 year old versions of ourselves uh, that'd be certainly one message is it's not so much the dollar amount it's just simply getting the boat in the water wow i like that it's, it's not about the, the dollar amount. It's about just starting the journey itself. Yep. So is that also, it kind of leads on to my next question, which is what is the one financial move that people here in Wyoming should be doing today? Susie, would you say it's just get the boat in the water? Yeah, and I think something that I think it was a fellow financial advisor said to me um, when I first started in this industry is start where you are and don't compare yourself to somebody else because your situation is totally different than somebody else's. And Wyoming is an interesting state. You know, it's like one, one long main street uh, and we all know each other, but the basic industries that we have here, you know, understanding them, how that relates to our economy and our government. And then of course, uh, looking at the national picture, world picture and figuring out how all that ties together. And I go back to James. Um, that's why the research team is so important to us because they are looking at all of those factors and making sure that we have the best information so that we can advise our clients accordingly. And I am, I'm going to come back to you, James. And I know this is a, a very, this, this is one question that could fill a half hour of time. Uh, but if you could just give me a, a quick summary of how two wars in the world right now are impacting finances of an individual standing out in the middle of a field here in Wyoming. If you could just summarize that for me uh, quickly, sir, I, I think that would really help tie in how these events affect all of us. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, as, and, as that it, many times it feels like it's not impacting the, 
the financial markets much. Uh, and, you know, the, the, I know the stock market in general, but I guess the bond market as well, does a pretty good job over time of looking forward, you know, 12, 6 to 12 months and kind of uh, predicting maybe where the economic environment is going to be. So I think for, for now, the, the wars that are going on are, are being largely discounted by investors, uh, has not really impacted uh, corporate profitability or U.S. economic growth. Uh, you know, it's been in the, you know, the U.S. participation has mostly been in the form of economic aid. There's been a few disruptions here, whether it's to, you know, energy supply chains and I guess other supply chains earlier on. But uh, it seems like the economy has sorted that out and has has um, has kind of, uh, you know, discounted it uh, for now. It, there's always a chance that it could escalate. Uh, clearly, if, uh, you know, U.S. troops become more involved uh, to a certain extent or if there, if there are some other, you know, ongoing attacks out there to our allies. And so it, it, I think it has uh, has markets on edge a bit, uh, but has not really impacted, uh, you know, the economic data that we're seeing. Frank, tell me about the upcoming seminar at the Y.O. Theater. Individuals can actually sit and uh, learn much more. Correct, Floyd. Yes. So, we, uh, so years ago, we used to have uh, one of James's predecessors, uh, Fred Dixon was his name. And I think we had a good 10 or 12-year run where just every year you could set your watch to it. He'd come to the Y.O. Theater in January and give our D. Davidson's market outlook. And so Fred retired. Uh, James, this will be his second appearance at the Y.O. Theater and it's uh, open to the public. Uh, we'll advertising in a, in a variety of channels to to invite community members, anybody who would like to just come and ask questions and visit with James on any and all of these topics. Uh, James, of course, will have a prepared speech or comments, if you will, and then we'll open it up for Q&A toward the end and uh, can get into conversations about specific companies or industries or sectors or various macro effects like, you know, inflation, interest rates, or geopolitical tensions like we've talked about today. And we'll have hors d'oeuvres. We'll open the doors at 4.30, hors d'oeuvres and, and um, cocktails or, you know, soda or what have you. And then James will begin speaking at 5.30 in the black box. And uh, we're expecting anywhere, you know, upwards to 100 people. But let us know if you want to attend just so we can get the food to match the head count. So. Now, Susie, I have less than a minute left. But if I don't know anything about finances, should I attend? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, always an informative night. Um, the other part of it that we really enjoy is seeing our clients um, out and about and being able to ask questions. But just as a general community member, if you're interested in the stock market and investing, it's the place you need to be next Tuesday, 4.30 at the Y.O. Theater. This is a good place to start, folks. Uh, Frank, Susie, James, I want to thank all of you for coming in this morning and speaking with, with uh, someone who knows very little, if anything, about money, about money and the markets. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Floyd. All right. Thank you've been you, listening Floyd. to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Shared. wondered what makes First Federal Bank and Trust unique? We're a mutual bank, which means our focus is on you. Unlike other banks, we don't pay shareholders. We pay our community. At First Federal Bank and Trust, your financial interests drive our decisions. 
bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference, where the power of community fuels your financial success. First Federal Bank and Trust is Sheridan's only mutual bank. Member FDIC. Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true. Your trade-in is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Cochrane Avenue, or online at primarymotors.com. Are you looking for a realtor to assist you in buying your dream home? Or maybe you are looking for a versatile agent to help you navigate through your listing and selling process. This is Katie Losey, and I would love to be that agent for you. I have been part of several real estate transactions, ranging from residential home sales, lots and land, as well as listing and selling farm and ranch properties. Please give me a call today at 307-351-3043 so I can assist you in the next chapter of your real estate journey. Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. You don't want to miss the Sheridan Kiwanis 62nd Annual Stars of Tomorrow competition Saturday, February 17th at 7 p.m. at the Wyo Theater. Sheridan County students in grades K through 12 will be competing in a variety of acts in three divisions and showcasing some amazing talents. Tickets will be purchased online or at the Wyo box office with online streaming options available. We would like to thank our sponsors, First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Get your tickets today. This public service message is presented by BHJ Property Management at 101 South Main. Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Dawson. Sheridan Amateur Hockey is excited to host two state tournaments this year. 19U Girls Day is February 9th through 11th. Huey Ace Day is February 23rd through the 25th. A special thanks to our major team sponsors. CK Equipment Sales. Sheridan Motors. John Oman. Udoba. Alpha Graphics. The Swag Zone. Cooper Photo Company. Mill Inn. Ice House. Cannon Products. Sheridan Orthopedics. 609 Consulting. First Northern Bank of Wyoming. Kids Life of Sheridan. Wyoming Spine. Advanced Therapy. And Powderhorn Realty. See you See at, at the rink and go. Hawks. Basketball fans, the Brock and Lady Brock basketball teams will be back on home court on Saturday, and Sheridan Media will bring you all the live action. The Brock and Lady Bronx will have their second home game in a row Saturday afternoon with Sheridan welcoming in Laramie, and we'll have it live over on 1410 AM, 106.9 FM, KWYO, or you can watch it live on SheridanMedia.com with the girls tipping off first at 1130 AM and the boys to follow. It's Sheridan versus Laramie starting at 1130 AM on 1410 AM, 106.9 FM, KWYO, or on SheridanMedia.com. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on News Talk 930 KROE.